Hey out there to all people, and toothless monsters. This is Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy that always washes his face with green goop, Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland? I'm doing good, Brandon. You know that shit exfoliates my face. Hey, sometimes you just gotta goop it up. You just gotta put it on your face, and then get absorbed by it, just become one with it, and then don't return when everything is said and done. But not that Gwyneth Paltrow goop. That's what it's called, right? You know last time we talked about Gwyneth Paltrow, I had to edit her out so she doesn't sue us into oblivion, Brandon. Well, now it's time. (laughs) Now it's time to get cancelled. I'm surprised we're not cancelled yet. Fuck goop. (laughs) And fuck Gwyneth Paltrow. (gasps) Um, how how are you doing, Cortland? How has your week been? Oh, my week's been pretty... Pretty interesting, Brandon. So we got like really? a bunch of snow, and it sucks. I'm like, oh, that sounds so nice. I know, right? It's, you know, half of our podcast is like discussing our opposite <laughs> weather systems. <laughs> well, after so many years, it's still um, very fun to me that <laughs> it, it's crazy. It's literally Especially opposite. around Christmas time. It's like whoa, yeah. But I like it because you want to know what I I took a picture of me being miserable shoveling my snow. And then I put a picture of Australia because you sent me that spider picture. So keep yeah. them coming. And uh, it was nice, a little, little contrast because I was like, you know, frozen to hell here. Uh, but meanwhile, in Australia, spider season, baby. Yeah, I've been on the hunt for spiders. Oh my gosh! Trying to they're, look for them. They're avoiding you. They know what you're doing. They do. I like. <laughs> I I see their webs, and I mm-hmm. go take a closer look. Yeah, you get trapped in them a little bit. Yeah, and I get stuck, and I pull pull myself out, and uh, yeah, I just miss the spiders. That's okay. I know that they'll show themselves to you at some point, right? I they mean, they're to. everywhere, yeah. I mean, once you see, like, that tarantula hawk attacking that bird it's got in its nest, like, yeah, you'd be good. Yeah, so, uh, not digging the snow, huh? Eh, well, you know what? I told myself, I was like, maybe one more snow so we can go sledding some more. And then it happened, and I was like, I take it all back. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> but thankfully, I got to work from home, so I didn't really have to leave my house. <laughs> so, Score! Oh, my bad, I know. <sighs> you know what? Speaking about spiderwebs, though, Brandon, have you ever seen anything like a child in one or like <laughs> a bird? <laughs> like Anything trapped in a spiderweb that you're like, holy shit. Um... I mean, I've seen other spiders trapped in spider webs. That's kind of which creepy. is like pretty crazy. It's like you should know better. <laughs> How did it even get in there? It would have had to have tried, right? It didn't just jump in it or walk into it. I mean, it was probably like you know what? I, this is my web now. I'm gonna take it over, and then oh, just kind of like you know took backfire. a wrong step or something, and it's like, it's like dang it, <laughs> yeah. Now as the food. So last night, my son and I, we had a sleepover in the living room. Ooh. Yeah, he made mention. He was like, oh, I want a daddy Sunday. And I was like, I can make that happen. So he's got this inflatable, like, tent, right? You put a uh, you put a fan on it, and it blows up, and it's really cool. It's like your own little space. So we slept in that last night. So if there's, like, a fan in the in the background, he's still sleeping in that room. He will probably right. wake up and, and uh, interrupt us pretty soon. <laughs> pretty soon, yeah, well. I think. That's all right. Special guest star. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. Well, at any time. He is literally the special guest star every time we do watch parties on Wednesdays on Instagram, where we watch full-length yes. episodes of the show, folks. He's always with me, because I love introducing him to Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's being interesting. I keep thinking about that when we switch over to, like, an adult-themed horror anthology show, like... <laughs> I'm going to have to be like, sorry, son, you can't watch this episode of Tales from the Crypt or Dark Side or whatever the hell we're doing next. I don't know. Builds character. That's true. I mean, I was trying to watch that kind of stuff when I was seven, so. Eh. But what about you, Brandon? Besides spiderweb nonsense, what have you um, been doing up to? What you, mostly spiderwebs. Mm-hmm. But also, I just got back from a viewing of Jackass Forever. I forgot about that. We used to love watching, like, Wild Boys back in the early 2000s. Yeah, because so it was good. the shit. It was the um, shit, yes. It's been a long time, and watching this movie was, like, really nostalgic. That's what they were going for, yeah. And that's yeah, what I wanted. they're all old. Oh, aren't we all, though? Stupid aging. Yeah. That's good. Was it good? Was it worth uh, it? it? 
It was like the most I laughed in a movie theater in, I don't know, maybe a, a decade. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, Didn't, like, Johnny Knoxville get comatose after that movie? He gets fucked up in the movie. No okay. doubt. Okay. He gets fucked up a couple of times. <laughs> Let's pour one out for our boy Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One thing I got to say about the movie, though, Cortland. All right, tell me. Lay it and, on and me. I'm not, I'm not a, a pearl clutcher by any means, but okay. this movie is filled with so many dicks. Oh, is it? <laughs> y- you pretty much see every single cast member's dick at some point. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if like so, if you're looking for dicks, like this, this movie's got movie. you covered. That's good. <laughs> That's really funny. So they just like went all out for this one, then I take it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Enough of that nonsense. Good. We have got to talk about vampire breath. Vampire breath. Okay. Classic. Absolute classic Goosebumps episode. Is it a classic? Do people think it's a classic? I don't think it's considered one of the best. Uh Uh-huh. So, it's not up there with, you know, your dummies and Yeah, and and your masks and what what have you. Uh, So, let me ask you. Okay. Someone having seen this for the first time. What'd you think of it? Mm, Hmm. It's okay. (laughs) It wasn't terrible. Really? I mean... (laughs) It was terrible in its own right, but, like, <laughs> I didn't find it terrible. There's only, like, two, like, locations in this episode, though. It's kind of interesting. That That's way. all you need, baby. <laughs> Packs a lot of action. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, a cart ride or something for a couple of seconds there. Um, Like, I, I liked it, but the acting in it is not great. Like, I know what we talk about that no. kind of shit all the time, um, but, like, this one's just kind of, like, egregious a bit. I don't... The acting was kind of a mixed bag because the kid actors are kid actors and they're just you know kid actor bad but even the adults even though there's really only one that matters the acting's more just over the top yeah and it seems like maybe that's intentional because Cortland, this is an episode directed by our boy ron oliver yes i seen that and immediately it was like yes and he seems like he likes some over the top kind of uh yeah, he was like, give me more. And he was like, I, I did everything I could. To. He was like, no, more. <laughs> I, I mean, if Ron Oliver he, told me to give it all, I would do it. His quenched. Well, that's a theme in this episode. <laughs> 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 no, I, I thought it was fine. And I'm excited to talk about it. Okay. Well, talk about it. We shall do. All right. The episode begins on a dark and stormy night. And this is very stormy because it is thundering throughout the entire episode. Yeah, pretty much. We see a large, spooky-looking house, and organ music is blaring. That's how you know it's a vampire episode. Also, it's a full moon, and there's a wolf howling. So, like, every horror movie cliche all at once right at the beginning. Yeah. We zoom inside the house, and a camera pans Evil Dead style through a basement. Then, we're just upstairs, so... Yeah, I... That whole basement business was pointless. It, you know, let's talk about that whole ba- basement business for a second here. Sure. The camera zooms in into like a uh, a cupboard or what is it? Like just a, I don't know. Sorry, I fell asleep for a second there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's vampire breath. <laughs> yeah, get ready for that. Um, it zooms in on like a, we're going to talk about this in a couple of seconds here. Because like, mm-hmm. I don't know why this exists because the kids like almost immediately go into the basement anyway so i don't, I don't yeah. know i don't know let's just continue i'll talk about just it establishing that there is a basement so that when they go to the basement later you're not like wait what where's the precedence for this Yeah, i was like when did they build this basement yeah <laughs> <laughs> a middle-aged woman walks into a room and asks her twin children mm-hmm. you sure you're going to be okay alone her son freddie who looks exactly like a miniature george harrison by the way mm-hmm replies, we're 13 years old. Dad pops in and says, the hell you are, not until midnight. (laughs) So, okay, it's their birthday in like Mm -hmm. a couple of hours, presumably, and the parents are just like, fuck this, we out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll come back when you're 14. Oh my god. (laughs) Have we had twins yet? Dude, we've had so many twins. Not in Goosebumps. 
There's been a couple of... Well, hold on. Yes, we... I feel like we did, just recently. Yeah, because I remember being like, have we had twins? And then it was like, yeah, T and Tamara. Yeah, T and Tamara. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't remember anything. I know we have. It's happened. Twins are like a thing. When there's twins around, it gets spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Even Mary-Kate and Ashley, they did double-double toilet trouble. Yeah. The spookiest of all. The parents leave Scary with a movie. warning... About not snooping for for their birthday presents. Mm-hmm. But the millisecond the door closes, the twin sister, Kara, tells her bro, You check the bedroom closet, I'll check the den. I love the yes. <laughs> like, the door's not even closed, and she's whispering, like, yeah. I'm getting over here, let's do it. The dad's like, don't look for your presents, and she's like, okay, dad, let's look for our presents. <laughs> yeah. The den... And the bedroom closet must have been a bust, because next we see the two kids taking the search into the basement. You know, the aforementioned basement. Ah, yes. We've already been there. Been there, done that. But let's do it again. (laughs) They look through boxes and washing machines and the like. When Kara carefully looks through a giant dresser, a hand slowly creeps (sighs) toward her, and the music gets louder. This basement, they just got, like, pots and pans and, like, jars of pickles and just green beans everywhere i don't know what they're doing down here there's there's something going on yeah there's like a table in the center of the basement and there's a lot of jars with liquid in it and yeah i guess they pickle their own vegetables and that's either a quirk they wanted to give the characters the set designers or you know they just started filming in someone's house and they were like you know we're picklers but whatever (laughs) yeah the hand touches Kara's shoulder and she jumps, hmm. but it's just Freddy, because of course it fucking is. They do this fake jump scare thing every single episode. Yeah, it's fucking... I'm, I'm over it. No. Has, did like, any it kid come. watching this in the 90s be like, oh fuck, even though no monsters or supernatural elements have been involved in the story thus far, like this monster is just gonna reach its hand out and be like, I'm here. Like, yeah, no. I'm, sh- I'm sure somebody got scared by it. It wasn't us, but... If you got it. scared by this on any of the hundreds of times they've tried to pull it, let us know. Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> Ring that bell. Freddy, Freddy motions for Kara to check out some dope thing on the other side of the basement. Yes. So she follows him. And when he arrives at a shelving unit filled with a bunch of random shit, He reaches for the top shelf where there sits a couple of packages wrapped in plain brown paper. Yeah, but the the shelving has this poodle on it that is just like the centerpiece. Did you see this thing? I saw the poodle. It's a pink poodle that looks like it's just kind of sitting and looking at you. I love it. You know that Ron Oliver was like, put the pink poodle there. I was waiting for the poodle to be involved in the story somehow. I'm like, you don't show a poodle in the first act and not have it come back. But, spoilers, it doesn't. There's also, like, this blue owl statue that looks pretty cool. But it's really all about that poodle. It's no pink poodle. (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't crash to the ground. That's what I hope. Well, let's find out. Okay. Freddy is so heavy, he pulls down (laughs) the entire shelving unit. I'm trying to reach for the top shelf. He, like, barely even touches the shelving unit, and it just <laughs> falls to the ground. It's very poorly put together, and not at all mounted to the wall. Mom and Dad just don't give a shit about safety. This is how children die when Mom and Dad leave. Yeah, can't leave your children home for a second. After a moment of being like, oh shit, Mom and Dad are gonna kill us, the two mm-hmm. kids notice that there was a secret door behind the shelves all along. Yeah, so they immediately ignore that mess they just made, and they're like, ooh, a door. <laughs> yeah. Which is understandable. I do the same secret thing. Secret doors are very exciting. Yeah, secret doors, secret safes, all secrets. Like, you don't them. know what's behind there. It could oh, no, be John no, Malkovich's head. You don't know. <laughs> it is a very old-looking door, and without a second thought, Freddy starts slamming on the thing with his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, he wants in that shit. He knows that there's <laughs> presents behind there. He's not going to wait hours to open his presents. Fuck that. The door gives way and he falls into the room. Mm-hmm. Kara runs in to check if he's okay. When they both stand up, we see that they're in some catacombs with yeah, fully okay. lit torches all along the walls. <laughs> that, 
Yes. So, when they open up the door and Fred gets, like, sucked into it or whatever, it's, like, pitch mm-hmm. black. And then when we come back from commercial break, they're in, like, this brightly lit corridor with flaming torches. But yeah. why would they, why would the torches be lit? Who lit those torches? It's impossible that they'd be lit. Unless there's some kind of magical torch. Okay. I mean, maybe. stays lit forever. Well, as a child, I would just assume that all torches like that are lit forever, so it it tracks. Freddy grabs one of the torches and marches forward. After a very short walk, they come to the end of the hallway, blocked by an old wooden door. Mm -hmm. The kids walk through that door to find a big mausoleum-looking area with a black casket standing straight up in the middle. Wow, we're like four and a half minutes in and we're going to get vampires already. Yeah. Cortland, did this give you any kind of Vampire Town vibes? Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, the secret underground Vampire City tunnels. We just need Larry Tubman from Lizzie McGuire to help us out. It could only help. The organ music starts jamming again as the kids approach slowly. Freddy asks, is this what I think it is? And Kara helpfully says, yeah, it's a coffin. Okay, all right. It makes a little creaking sound, and the kids are like, See ya! They both turn and run. But then they hear the sound of something falling at their feet, and they just have to stop and investigate. Mm -hmm. It's a blue, glowing bottle of liquid. Freddy reads the name that's engraved in a wax seal on the bottle. It says, Vampire breath? (laughs) He concludes immediately that it's just some dumb joke. Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't know. Sure. What? But, whatever. This whole subterranean <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> These catacombs under their house. an elaborate prank. Yep. Mom and Dad, they went all out. Yep. Johnny Knoxville's gonna come out any second, kick him in the nuts. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Kara suggests that even if it is a joke, they shouldn't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. But Freddy can't not fuck with things, so he opens it up. That's Freddy. Yep. Classic Freddy. <laughs> A big computer-generated cloud of smoke escapes the bottle, and Freddy says that it stinks. Yeah, it does. I mean, it looks like it stinks. <laughs> it doesn't look good, I'll say that. Mm-mm. No, it's it not a very, uh... You know what? This episode, uh, I'm gonna say maybe had some budget constraints. I think I could see that, yeah. I mean, the set design looks pretty cool, though. Sometimes. Sometimes. sometimes it looks cool, and sometimes it's like, you couldn't pull this off. But we'll get there. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> the cloud of smoke travels through the room, and finally gets absorbed into the coffin. Kara says, we shouldn't have opened it. And Freddy turns to her and tells her, we didn't. Why did he say that? He opened I it. I don't know. I don't know what he was implying there, if he's like, we didn't, I did. Or if he's just right. saying, like... If I just say we didn't, then it's like it never happened. That part, yeah, he know. said that. And I, I don't know like, what he was huh? going for there. I don't get what you're talking about, Freddie. You clearly, <laughs> I watched you do it. <laughs> we all did. Millions of people around the world. Mm-hmm. Then the coffin starts to move. It opens a little bit, and a hand comes out. The front of the coffin just straight up falls off. Mm-hmm. And standing there is what looks like a middle-aged man sleeping oh my god that's the scariest thing of all (sighs) sleeping the kids scream and then start running and the man's eyes open yeah and then we kind of sit on him for a couple of seconds where he's just like (laughs) yeah he kind of does that that's just him yeah (laughs) he gives off a very duh vibe most of this episode (laughs) the kids try to make their escape But somehow the man appears in front of them. He tells the two that he's so, so thirsty, and he's been sleeping for so long. Poor baby wanted Baba. (laughs) (laughs) The kids just stare at him in silence, and the man introduces himself as Count Nightwing. Hmm. Kind of a lame vampire name. A very lame vampire name, and I'm kind of, like, sad that I have to say it so many times <laughs> over the next hour. <laughs> he has the manners, though, to ask them their names. Yes. He just, I don't, this whole interaction, the kids are just kind of like, they're a little bit scared, but they're not really. And it's... Not as scared as they should be, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Kara gives her name, and then Freddy says, Me too. I mean, huh? What? What? Oh, never mind. I'm Freddy. (laughs) And the Count gets all creepy, saying, So young. So fresh. So full of life. Shut up. (laughs) Kara addresses the elephant in the room, asking the dude if he's a vampire. Count Nightwing seems to take offense to this, saying, Vampire? Girl, I'm Lord of the Undead. (sighs) Then the camera gets uncomfortably close to his face, and the kids take that as their cue to leave. But when they turn to go, the door in front of them closes by itself. Oh, shit. Yeah. Freddy should just smash that shit, too. (laughs) I know, right? He already did it once. He just runs through doors. (laughs) The Count tells them, Yes! Run! It warms the blood! Ugh. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a bit creepy. But not, but not in, like, the spooky monster way. He's kind of, like, in the annoying way. Yeah, he's in the duh kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> then he looks over the kids and says, Which kid to drink first? Mm-hmm. Boys have such a robust flavor. Oh my God. Rich and satisfying. But on the other hand... Girls offer such a sweet, delicate bouquet. Kara seems entranced by the Count, and Freddy steps in front of her, telling her not to look in his beautiful eyes. Yeah, that part. I thought that was going to be a thing, like spoilers. It's really not. No, it isn't. I don't really follow He never with uses that, one. that trick again. <laughs> I mean, it barely even used it this time. <laughs> yeah. Like we don't even know. Maybe she was just really interested in what he had to say. <laughs> right. But I like, so like later on, Freddy, you know, because they interact with this guy pretty much the whole episode. And mm-hmm. later on, Freddy like just stares in his eyes and I just, the, nothing happens with it. So yeah. mm. this maybe it. it was a bigger part in the book. Nightwing laughs, but that's when Freddy notices something. What happened? He says, hey, look. This dude ain't got no fangs. Dang, just fucking dunking on him. <laughs> yeah, Kara joins in, being like, no fangs? This vampire ain't shit. Yeah, they just sit there on schoolyard bully him a bit. <laughs> just roast this fucking vampire. He's so sleepy and thirsty and he's getting roasted. Count Nightwing hides his mouth behind his hand and says, I must have taken them out before I went to sleep. Oh, man hate when that happens. He's not that it's... old, though. <laughs> no, he, he isn't. Why would a vampire take their fangs out to go to sleep? Because as this, like, spoilers, like as this episode shows us, they're very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> they look uncomfortable, yes. <laughs> then Nightwing remembers something. The vampire breath. He says he's got to absorb the rest of it, so maybe he can remember where he lost his fangs. Okay. I was just like, at this point, I was like, all right, I see. Yeah. This is going somewhere, maybe. <laughs> Freddy, Freddy says, uh, I left that stuff back in that room. But he offers to help the vampire find the bottle if he agrees to let them go. The Count takes offense again, being like, How dare you negotiate with me? I'm invincible! Freddy tells him, You're toothless. <gasps> the vampire gives a little chuckle. And he has to admit that Freddy's got balls. Mm -hmm. So, it's a deal. I mean, they're literally backed into a corner, so, you know. Yeah, both of them. They need each other. Back in the coffin room, the two kids are crawling on the floor. Kara asks what they are doing, and Freddy tells her, stalling. He crawls a tiny little bit more, and then he sees the bright glowing bottle of goo lying right in the middle of the floor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's glowing. Like, he didn't need these kids. He could have found it pretty easily himself. <laughs> well, also, he lost his vampire glasses. And... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he picks it up and goes, uh-huh, that means you have to let us go now, right? The Count says, never trust a vampire. But, like, when he says that, he's still holding his hand out to Freddy to hand him the bottle. <laughs> That's something you say after you get what you want. <laughs> He's not very... He's a little bit derpy, okay? (laughs) Yeah, a little duh. The kids throw the bottle over his head, making him the little monkey in the middle. 
Yes, that's kind of a theme in this episode, Monkey in the Middle. Yeah, it is. The Count yells for the bottle to be handed over, and Freddy brings the bottle up over his head, saying he's going to smash it. I'm going to smash it. The Count says, you wouldn't dare. Which is stupid, because, like, he has no leverage anymore. No, but, like, if you smash the bottle, wouldn't the vampire breath just get absorbed into him anyway? Which I think is what... Kara says. Yeah, like, that's no, what Kara says. That, that's exactly what he wants. He wants you to smash so, the bottle, Freddy, because then it's <laughs> the vapors go into his face. Don't do it. Yeah, that's what happens. Instead of using reverse psychology, just let him do it. He was nope. going to do it anyway. <laughs> you stopped him. <laughs> God, you made the kids think for a second. You know kids don't respond well to reverse psychology. This no. is the 90s. We knew about this stuff. <laughs> Nightwing lunges for the bottle, grabbing onto Freddy with one arm, but for some reason, not using his other arm to take the bottle. That's too much work. It's very weird. Freddy is able to pretty easily break free of the vampire's grasp, and both he and Kara fall backwards into the open coffin. Then, Cortland, things get a bit weird. The coffin falls backwards into some kind of subterranean roller coaster. (laughs) And the kids ride the coffin down like a minecart mm-hmm. through twists and loop-de-loops. <laughs> they go upside down for a second for some they reason. Do. That's not that can't happen. Who but... would design that to do that? And mom why and, dad, and I guess. how? <laughs> <laughs> mom and dad did it. I don't know. <laughs> it reminded me of Casper <laughs> <laughs> because everything does. Um, about that the movie, kids. I don't know. <laughs> Kids eventually come out into a huge, brightly lit cave. Kara says, where are we? Good and question. Freddy tells her, hey, at least we still have our blood. Uh, yeah, I guess. That's a good but looking, looking beyond the camera, Kara replies, not for long. Why, Kara? What happened? And then we see what she's looking at. And Cortland, mm-hmm. it is a matte painting of a yes. massive cave filled with coffins. It is. I I know what you're saying, because, like, budgetary reasons and all that. I mm-hmm. like the painting. I think it's cool looking, but <laughs> they could have they could have done some green screen there. They've done it before. It's a nice painting, and I love matte paintings, mm-hmm. but it is, like, very obvious here that it's, like, you did not have the money to pull off this, and... You know, obviously, because... No, and so they decided to have somebody paint a very giant wall. <laughs> and it looks yeah. great. It looks so great. They're just, they're just staring at a giant painting of, of a lot of coffins. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of coffins there. Yeah. So, some time passes, and we see the kids looking around for a way to get out of the cave. A shadow passes in front of the camera, and Freddy says, You see something? He goes to investigate. And a little girl's voice says, Please, don't hurt me. Freddy demands that this mysterious character come out right now. From behind a coffin, a young girl in a white dress steps out and says, Don't bite me. (laughs) Freddy tells her that they ain't vampires. So she asks why they came down in the coffin then. Kara says, We don't know either. Okay. Freddy asks the girl if she knows a way out of the cave. And she tells him, If I knew that, I wouldn't be trapped down here. And they don't question the fact that she has no food, no water, nothing about that. No, they don't question anything. So, um, this little girl, I was like, I feel like I've seen her before. I thought the same thing. But we haven't, Brandon. (laughs) I already looked her up, we haven't. Okay. (laughs) We haven't seen her. She just has one of those faces, I guess. Yeah, I was like, is that maybe like Jeanette McGurdy or whatever her name is from iCarly? But it's not. It is definitely not. Well, it's a shame for her. I know. <laughs> the girl introduces herself as Gwendolyn. Mm, okay. And Kara goes to shake her hand. But then there's like this weird edit where it cuts to Gwendolyn. And she kind of like moves her arm. But it's obvious she's not shaking anybody's hand. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Just thought I'd mention it. It was weird. It was, yeah. Freddy asks if all the coffins down here are occupied. Gwen says, Nah, all the vampires are still hunting until sunrise. I sleep during the day like they do. Okay. So, it's clear she's been down here for some time. 
She says that, at night, she has to clean and polish all their coffins. And if they don't, the vampires will turn her into one of them. That's annoying. If you're a little human girl stuck in a cave, and you have to stay down there and clean coffins, like, wouldn't being turned into a vampire yes. be an improvement? Because yeah. at the very least, like, you have to feed, so that means going up into the world, getting out of the cave. Yeah, I thought the same thing. But, well, I mean, some people don't want to be vampires, I guess. And some people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, everybody. Cortland here, your good buddy and your basement vampire guest. Thank you so much for joining us today, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to everything we've got. We are just so thankful for you spending some time with us. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash private island, where you can help support our show for as little as a dollar a month. You'll have instant access to early and ad-free episodes, some bonus episodes, stickers, t-shirts, and so much more. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, the Bronze Beth, Eddie, Tristan, Venice Witch, and Sarah, the Silver Goth, Shane, Stephen, Matt, Kristen, Gerilyn, Evelyn, Aaron, and Brittany, the Golden Day Days, Angela, Faith, Sarah, and Matt, and the Platinum Bostics, Brian, Bryce, Farron, and Kathy. Thank you for your support, everybody. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. We create a ton of content to go along with our show that you can find on our social media pages. So give us a follow on Twitter, at PRVT Island, on Instagram, at Private Island Presents, and you can join the Up All Night Facebook page. We make videos, memes, GIFs, and so much more for every episode. We do live watch parties every Wednesday night at 8pm Eastern Standard Time on Instagram. Our Twitch channel is growing a lot too. If you're a fan of Dead by Daylight or you just want to see me scare people with Michael Myers, you can join me at twitch.tv slash privateislandc. I love chatting with people while I play. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We haven't gotten one in a little while, and really, they always brighten my day. Our Season 2 wrap-up is quickly approaching, so if you have any questions you'd like to ask, send them our way. You can get a hold of us on social media, or you can send your questions to privateislandpresents at gmail.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show, aside from this themed dating star from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. Thanks again for taking a listen, you guys. We really appreciate it, so I will let you get back to the show for now, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye! Freddy promises her that they're all getting out of there before sunrise, and Kara adds, Before Count Nightwing gets us. Gwen's eyes go big, and she says, Count Nightwing? He's the most deadly vampire of all. She asks why he's after them, Mm -hmm. which is a dumb question. Like, he's a vampire. Yeah, she ain't smart. He wants to eat them. (laughs) Freddy tells her that they have some dumb breath bottle thing, And Gwen's eyes somehow go wider, and she says, Yo, you got his breath? Can I see it? Mm -hmm. Freddy goes to show her, but finds that it has gone missing again. Yeah, so for like the third time now or so, this bottle is missing. Yeah. We get quite a bit of scenes of them on their hands and knees looking for a bottle. (sighs) That's fine. You know what? Gwen says, We have to find it. We have to. So the three kids split up to look for the bottle. Freddy shouts out, What's so special about the vampire breath anyway? Gwen tells him, It's everything to them. It gives them their power, their okay. magic, and restores their memory. It keeps them immortal. So, this shit is very important. I like the, the lore dump we get here. So basically, vampires, before they go to sleep, they put their breath in a bottle for some reason, and that's like, their power. That's kind of cool. Yeah. She says that while they sleep during the day, they keep their power in a little bottle, and that way they know their vitality is in a safe place. Yeah. Which makes you wonder why Count Nightwing's bottle was just, like, chucked randomly in the middle (laughs) of that room. It's a good question. He's like, ah, safety in the bottle. (laughs) Throws it across the room. Wouldn't that be something you, like, put in your pocket or at least keep in your coffin? Or keep it somewhere safe nearby, because you don't have any memory, so you gotta, like, quickly get to it. And, I don't know. I don't Maybe he was like, you know what, I'm gonna wake up, it'll be right there in the middle of the room. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. I don't as long as it's know. somewhere I know where it is. I know that it's in the middle of the room. 
I, I don't the part that I don't get to is like it, he didn't awaken until that bottle was opened up so maybe he was like I'm gonna put it right in the middle of the room so if anybody comes in here they're, they they're gonna see that bottle and be like ooh blue stuff you know and then they're gonna open yeah. it up I don't know it doesn't make huh. any sense so it makes no fucking sense it seemed it seemed like he was he's been down there for quite some time and hasn't been awake maybe for a while. Yeah, and yet behind but him is why? a catacombs with all of the vampires who every night go out and yeah. eat people, and yeah. they probably do this vampire breath stuff too. Why yeah. didn't she just so like she's wants this vampire breath because she's like, oh, I want to see it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. She has like a whole like coven of vampires that she could look at their vampire breath for, but no, because right, presumably they come back here after they get done and they put their breath in the bottle and then they go to sleep, right? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I know so they're paintings, just like but... vampire breath buffet. For exactly. Yeah, you could you could inhale all the vampire breaths. She could be. She could just be like, oh my god, so powerful, just yeah. absorbing everyone's breath. Yeah, I mean, they all wake up like, dude, I don't remember anything, and she's just like, I remember everything. Yeah, her brain's giant and it's pulsating. She's like, I know it all. <laughs> There's a lot that doesn't make sense about this <laughs> vampire lore. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. It's kind of like when liches have to, they're like phalanx, I can't say the word, phylactery, where they put their yeah. soul in it. So it's kind of like, let's let's dumb it down here. It's like Harry Potter. <laughs> okay, I yeah. gotcha. Yeah, it's like Harry Potter. Yeah, it may not make sense, but it is like extra details fleshing this out a bit. It could just be like, there's vampires. Deal with it. There's just vampires. <laughs> like, fuck you. There's just vampires. Which, I mean, let's be real here. That's kind of what it boils down to. I mean, anyway. it's mostly there's vampires, but also they put their breath in jars. Okay. <laughs> and it stinks. <laughs> Freddy is a little slow, so he says, Oh, that's why he wants his breath back. If he gets it, he'll remember where he left his fangs, and then we're really in trouble. Oh, God. It's like a scavenger hunt. <laughs> From on top of the roller coaster, they hear Nightwing's voice say, Children, I'm coming for you. (sighs) Gwen says, Hurry, you gotta hide in this coffin. I'll try to get rid of him. In the background, Nightwing is still talking shit about, No mere mortal can escape Count Nightwing. (laughs) He's he's not really great at... A lot of things. I mean, I guess it's because he doesn't have his vampire breath, but he's just like, I'm announcing my presence, children. Don't hide. Yes. I'm not stealthy. I'm getting rid of the elements of surprise, and also I have no teeth. <laughs> I know I talked a lot of shit about Dreyfus in oh, Vampire I miss Town. Dreyfus now. <laughs> but, but, like, as incompetent as a vampire as he was and didn't accomplish anything at all, I think he may still be a better vampire than Nightwing. Yeah, I think so too. I miss the Dreyfus days. Yeah, I mean Dreyfus looked like shit, but he uh, he had teeth, <laughs> so he wins. Freddy hops into a coffin, but before he does, he notices the bottle of vampire breath on the ground between some rocks. Count Nightwing busts into the cave room and asks, "Where are the children?" Gwen plays dumb, like, "Huh? What kids?" Nightwing tells her to cut the shit, because even though he's 657 years old, he can still sniff out a meal. Whoa. Kara stupidly lifts her coffin lid to oh have a God. peek at the action. God damn it, Kara. I know, you can't wait a minute. When she lowers it back down, there's a loud creak, and he walks over and lifts the lid. <laughs> yeah, he hears that shit instantly. He's like, oh, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kara says, please don't hurt me. Anything but vampire breath. (laughs) Use whatever you want, but please don't use vampire breath. Oh my god. The camera is right up on Nightwing's face as he says, Hurt you? I wouldn't dream of it. So I take it... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you can go ahead. (laughs) Okay. He offers her his hand and helps her out of the coffin. Yeah. Gwendolyn so, is like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, I didn't want to interrupt too much, but like, uh, I think this is like him using his eyes to like, sed- I don't want to say seduce, but like, you know, 
mesmerize her, right? Is that what they're trying to go for? I, he just seems kind of like a, he's a little bit nice. <laughs> Helping her up out of the coffin. I don't know. I don't, it's a little I bit of a I thought he was just change. being nice. <laughs> he just wants his breath. <sighs> don't we all? I hate it when my breath gets stolen. Like if a, a sharp winter breeze steals my breath away, I'm like, no, my power. So I get it. Yeah, I'm with you, man. No, you're not. You never Don't have any. Take my breath away. <laughs> Gwendolyn is like, huh? Another kid? Where did that come from? <laughs> oh my God. Gwendolyn, the chick is up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Nightwing asks where the bottle is, and Kara says, we lost it. Nightwing doesn't like that answer and asks, Frederick has it, doesn't he? Kara says, no. But Nightwing grabs Kara and covers her mouth. Then, he mimics her voice, saying, Freddy, he's got me. He's hurting me. Help, help me, please. I think this would be more effective if Fred wasn't in a coffin hearing this entire interaction. I think if he, like, if he just hurt her, she would say that by herself anyway. (laughs) He's kind of a nice guy a little bit, though. Yeah, but, like, the whole voice mimicking thing works better for like for example she was like okay the vampire's gone come out now freddy yeah oh that's a good point yeah yeah he could have just popped her arm out of the socket and she'd be like oh my fucking christ either hurt her and just make her actually say oh help me or you know come up with a plan where it's like hey freddy coast is clear (sighs) but whatever Freddy pops out of his very cheaply built coffin and says, let her go. Like, all the all the coffin, like, the coffins in the painting were beautiful. Yeah. The coffins that are actually there and props are all just plywood glued together. Yeah, very shoddy. Nightwing says, bring me the bottle. I command you. Freddy says, no deal. Not till you let her go. Yeah, and this is the part where he's, like, staring right into Nightwing. Yeah. Ignoring all of his previous, oh, yeah, don't look into his eyes, sis. So, I don't know. The Count tells him, do as I say, and I'll release her. And Freddy snaps back, oh, sure, never trust a vampire, remember? Uno reverse carded it. Got him. Freddy pulls out the vampire breath and dangles it over the ground. He threatens to drop it again, and Nightwing dives for it. But Gwen calls out that she's open, so he throws it to her. She catches it and sniffs that shit immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She turns to the camera and smiles, and her front teeth grow into vampire fangs. Freddy goes, she's a vampire. Nightwing goes, oh, duh, she's a vampire. A fucking a greedy horse. vampire who wants to take my breath. <laughs> Cortland. Yes, Brandon. When you, when you saw this girl... Yeah. For the very first time, when she's hiding behind the coffins, did, did you immediately go like, oh, she's evil? Of course I did. <laughs> I mean, why would yeah. she be here? The kids don't question it, though. They're like, oh, a little girl. Like, friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're little like me. I mean, even though, okay, so evil is in very heavy quotes here, though, because, like, she's trying to overthrow the evil vampires, so it's kind of like... I don't know <laughs> which one could be worse, you know? Yeah. I mean, she's not like exactly evil and she was trying to help them in the beginning, I think maybe. Um, I, don't I don't know. She didn't try to eat them at the very least. I I don't. I, she couldn't though. She just had baby teeth. She hasn't even lost a tooth yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she's like a dollar store Kirsten Dunst from Interview with the Vampire. Yes, I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. Never seen Interview with a Vampire. I saw it once when I was, like, too young to even understand (laughs) what was going on. Gwen holds up the bottle and says, There's just enough left to make me even more powerful than you. Is her voice ADR'd at that point? I think so. Like, her line delivery is great, and her facial expressions when she does it's cool, because she's got these big honking teeth in her mouth that look really uncomfortable. So I think that she couldn't say it live when they were shooting, and I think that her voice got ADR'd after the fact. Yeah, everyone who is wearing vampire fangs in this episode talks like an idiot, Mm -hmm. so 
Yeah, I think that'd have to be Adyard. Okay. The Count lunges for her, and they grapple for a while. Nightwing is finally strong enough to overpower a child, and he takes the bottle. <sighs> Whew, fine. He decided to use both hands this time. <laughs> I like, okay, so I like this. This is the big tussle. It's a, a middle-aged man tussling with, like, a eight-year-old little girl, mm-hmm. and it's great. And um, I like that he overpowers her now when she's already absorbed a bit of his vampire breath, so she should be stronger, but he couldn't overpower Fred. I don't get it, but whatever. It's fun. Sure. Does that mean that Fred... Fred is stronger than a a little girl that's inhaled some breath. (laughs) Okay, so the breath's like not that. It doesn't make you that much stronger. Apparently not. Gwen jumps on Nightwing's back <laughs> and, like, pounds on him a little bit and demands the bottle back. <laughs> the two human kids use this opportunity to head out. Yeah, they sneak like, past the vampires. We're out. They crawl up the roller coaster mine shaft, which I guess probably should have been the first thing they tried. Nightwing finally manages to throw Gwen off of him, and he opens the bottle and snorts the cloud inside. <laughs> He does, yeah. He's just like, give me some of that. (laughs) (laughs) Goes right up his nose. (laughs) Hits his brain. Yeah. Got some of that breath. (laughs) Some of that breath candy. Oh my god. Gwen looks freaked the fuck out. Count Nightwing does a little spin. And when he does, he goes from a homeless looking old drunk... (laughs) <laughs> to Raul Julia from the yes. Adams family. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Slicked back black hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looking fine. Uh, I miss Raul. Yeah. Rest in peace. He's great. He says that he remembers where his fangs are. Yay. He... Oh, wait, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> he points to Gwen and says, And now for you, you are starting to bug me. No. He raises she was the his... dope one. <laughs> he, he raises his arm at Gwen, and she shouts, No! Then she just straight up disappears. Yeah. The camera moves down toward the ground, and we see that she's turned into a fucking cockroach. Boo. And that's the last we see of her. Yep. Never mentioned again. <laughs> Nightwing laughs for a second, and then remembers the other kids... And stops mid-laugh to run toward the roller coaster. <laughs> I love that. He's, he like zaps her and he's like, ha oh. <laughs> He follows the kids through the tunnel, crawling on the ceiling, just because mm. he can, I guess. The kids get out of the shaft and run towards the door. Yeah. Nightwing isn't too far behind them and he yells, My fangs await me! Run! Run! <laughs> They get to the door and run through it, slamming it behind them. And as soon as they're out, they bump into Mom and Dad. They ask right. what's the hubba, and <laughs> Freddy tells them that the vampire is after them. Kara says, we need a wooden steak and garlic, and Mom's like, the fuck? And then Count Nightwing bursts through the door. Freddy is like, see? Told ya. Yeah. <sighs> then Mom takes a look at the vampire and says, Daddy? <laughs> Uh huh. The Count's face softens and he says, My baby girl! <laughs> uh huh. <sighs> My baby girl! <laughs> yeah. My favorite line. <laughs> this is such an Arlstein ending. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like in Girl Who Cried girl Monster. Who Cried Monster, definitely. Yes. Hmm. Gentle piano music plays as mom goes in for a hug. Dad says, Pops, we thought we lost you, and joins in on the cuddles. Did you, though? Because he was just (laughs) in your basement. You kind of knew where he was, right? Yeah. You were keeping him there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't give him his breath back. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really get that part. Like, oh, we thought we lost you. Like, no, he was just behind that fucking cabinet that you put up um yeah <laughs> shelving you you know that that door was there for sure 
get that part. I don't get now, it. Now the kids are like, the fuck? But mom says, don't be shy. Come give your grandpa a hug. The count says, grandpa, these kids are yours? Oh, that was a close one, wasn't it? Oh my god. Almost murdered them. Yeah, and then like we get a look in his mouth and his teeth are blacked out. <laughs> yeah. It looks really bad. Yeah, he's not really missing his teeth. Kara says, um, but he's a vampire. Dad is just casually like, of course he is. We all are. Oh my god. <laughs> Freddy, still as slow as ever, works it out in his brain saying, wait. If you're all vampires, then we, Mm -hmm. then, Mm -hmm. mom turns around. Oh my god, this is the best part. Sporting the goofiest fucking pair of vampire (laughs) fangs I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, it's worse than in Girl Who Cried Monster with those fangs. God. (laughs) These ones are just like buck teeth. Yeah, she's got a big buck teeth overbite. (laughs) Just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel bad for her. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look. And uh, Dad's there popping fangs, too. His look a little better. Yeah, a little more natural. The Count walks past the kids. Mom says, We don't initiate you into the vampire life until you're teenagers. She checks her watch and says, Only a couple minutes away. Mm-hmm. We see Nightwing open a little cabinet. And inside is a cup of water with some vampire dentures in them. Yeah, so not only Dad was like, oh, we thought we lost you. Like, he held him in that prison, and then also, like, his fangs are in their house. (laughs) Yes. So this vampire is like a dumbass, because he's chilling in his coffin, but he's got his breath on the floor, (laughs) and his teeth in another room. (laughs) Like, what the hell, man? Worst vampire ever. He puts the vampire teeth in, and then all the adults share a toothy laugh. The two kids, however, bend over in pain, holding their mouths. Uh-huh. Mom says, Don't worry, they hurt a bit at first, but by the time you have your first meal, they'll be fine. <laughs> and we see the kids' faces, and they're both sporting brand new fangs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Music that sounds like the Fresh Prince theme song starts. Yes. <laughs> and Dad says, You want to see your big gift? Freddy struggles to speak through his fake teeth, saying, I'm not sure we can handle any more big surprises. And he licks his teeth. <laughs> oh, man. And we get a little, little goosebumps. Dun, we dun, get a dun, little. Dun, dun. Yep. It's a that. special version of the Goosebumps theme. But the episode isn't over, Cortland, even though no. that's where a normal Goosebumps episode would fade to black. Yeah, I was like, you know, it faded to black and I was like, oh, I want to see their special surprise. And then the episode keeps going a little bit. Yep. Don't worry, it's not exciting though, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, we see the two kids walk into their room. Freddie says, happy birthday, Kara. And she <laughs> responds, yeah, happy birthday. The camera spins and we see that their bunk beds are now bunk coffins. Yeah. They share a room. I think that's illegal, but okay. They have a big-ass house. There's no way that it's a two-bedroom <laughs> fucking house. It's like four stories. <laughs> no, but... Freddy just, you know, doesn't get his own room. They have to have the the reading room, and Dad's got his office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mom's uh, got her crafts room. Yeah, because she knows she's a crafty bitch. Yeah. Freddy calls Top Coffin, and the two kids settle in, arms crossed on their chests, and the lids close. Now we fade to black for real, and that's the end of the episode. I thought their gift was going to be a little darker, like it would be their first meal, because they talked about it. Yeah. I thought there was going to be like two teenagers, like... No, please, don't eat us in the room. That would be more interesting, for sure. So, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Um, They just don't go to school anymore? I take it they probably can't go out in the sunlight anymore for now that they're 13 years old? Their gift is like, you can't can't exist during the day anymore. Happy birthday. Alright. The birth of an introvert, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So... 
Wouldn't they kind of get the feeling that their parents were vampires if they can't go out during the day? Maybe these vampires can go out during the day, but the ones that were in the in the painting coffins, like she was like, oh, yep, they definitely can't go out during the day. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe they think their parents just work night shift and uh, it's just the way it is. Do the kids have to put their breath in the vampire breath bottles now, too? Because they definitely didn't before they went to sleep. No. They've got a lot to learn. Weird. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, kind of a dumb ending. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, I like the twist. I had a feeling that that's how it was gonna go, but just so weird. Cortland. What? <laughs> what would you, what would you say is the moral of this story? Um, if your dad goes missing, don't look for him? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> don't keep your dad in, locked in the basement. It's mostly just about <laughs> how to treat your dad. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. morals. If your dad wants to move in your house, he gets the basement room. And then when he goes to sleep, seal him in there. <laughs> and then forget about him. Make it look like an accident when he finally gets up and <laughs> gets out of yeah. that room. Be like, we were looking everywhere for you. <laughs> we thought we lost you. We were hoping we did. <laughs> If you find, if you're in a catacombs and you find, like, a little girl, she's definitely evil. <laughs> yeah, stay away from her. <laughs> um, if you show a pink poodle in the first act. Yeah, make it. Make sure something. it comes back in a big way. Yeah, I wanted more out of the pink poodle. Did they even get a credit? <laughs> no. I got a question for you, Brandon. Role. So they have this catacombs under their house with, like a bunch of vampires because they had a bunch of coffins mm-hmm. are that is that their family members too um like what i is assumed this? i assumed it was like vampire town and like there's just lots of tunnels that lead to different parts of the town oh okay they all come out in different basements okay that would make sense i guess i mean not really but yeah right. <laughs> that's that's what i assumed <laughs> kind of like in lost boys where like they have like the cave that they go into at night or whatever or yeah. in the morning, I guess. I don't know. Alright. Vampire Breath. Uh, that's a pretty descriptive title, I guess. I mean, that's whole reason kind of for what the, the whole thing's about. Um, mm-hmm. But can you think of a better name for this episode? Don't wake Grandpa. <laughs> God. It was right there. Perfect one. <laughs> right off the bat. Alright, well, what's a better name than Vampire Breath, but obviously not as good as Don't Wake Grandpa? <laughs> um, I don't know. Something about pickling vegetables. Yeah. What was the deal with that? They're picklers. I don't know. They had a whole case of green beans waiting to get pickleized. <laughs> don't go in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> also, yes. God, you are on fire. I know, it burns. <laughs> Please, anything but fly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You already nailed it. Okay. Can't do any better than that. Cortland, before we move on to next week's episode, mm-hmm. we should meet the actors who played these characters. Okay. So, first of all, let's start with Freddie Renfield, because that's something we didn't mention. Their last name is Renfield. Is that something? Is that like a vampire that thing? Is a character from the book Dracula. That's what I figured. Okay. So Freddy is played by Zach Lipovsky. Hmm. Okay. I wish it was Lipinski, but that's okay. <laughs> Not everyone can be a Lipinski. Hmm. Uh, it looks like he's actually directed. Quite a few things, including two episodes of the Fraggle Rock series that I didn't know existed. That yeah, I mean, is coming out this year. What? Mm-hmm. I seen that. I was like, "What? Fraggle I'm Rock?" Finding is that back. out right now, live. <laughs> Fraggle Rock's back, baby. Like, yeah, twenty twenty two. You're the Fraggle Rock. He also directed the Kim Possible live action movie. We don't talk about that. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> Acting credits. He only has ten of. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps was his first role. Not surprising. He was also in Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, as Matt. Oh, classic role. He was in an episode of So Weird. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
People keep asking us to watch So Weird. I'd like to, but I don't know if it's... I don't know if we could cover that. I don't think it really qualifies as anthology. I mean, it probably does, right? I would, I would say it doesn't, but also uh, this is our podcast and we can break our rules. <sighs> I mean... But we have so many shows to watch before we'd ever get to So Weird. I know. His last acting credit was in something called Nostalgia Boy in 2006. But that's pretty much when his directing career took off so yeah yeah he did uh he did direct the leprechaun origins like a remake that nobody ever talks about so that's cool no so we won't talk about it nope keeping up the grand tradition of not talking about leprechaun remake reboot whatever (laughs) next we have kara renfield who is played by meredith henderson she has a decent amount of roles she's got 28 credits Goosebumps was only her second role. She was in a TV movie called The Song Spinner the year before this. Okay. She was in 52 episodes of The Adventures of Shirley Holmes as Shirley Holmes. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. Get it, Kara? I mean, Meredith? Just call her Kara. It's just easier. It is. <laughs> she was in an episode of a TV series called Puppets Who Kill. Okay. Maybe part of the Puppet Master series. I don't know. Mm, gonna go with no. Yeah, I don't think so. She was in an episode of the Dresden Files TV series. Yeah, I forgot about that. I tried to read the Dresden Files, but Same. I couldn't I, get into it. I read two of them, and I remember thinking they were okay. Yeah. But also the way people talk about them, I was expecting them to be better than okay. Same, yeah. So that's that. She was also in the movie Jumper with Hayden Christensen. Nice, okay. You know, the Are You Afraid of the Dark guy. Well, he's yeah, 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 yeah. Classic episodes, or episode. Next, we have Count Nightwing, played by Earl Pastco. Uh-huh. Earl Pastco has 62 credits on IMDb, going all the way back to 1989. Long, long time ago. Oh, worst year. <laughs> he was in an episode of Friday the 13th the series. Mm-hmm. He was in two episodes, Corlin, of Forever Night. Nice. He was in the movie Battlefield Earth mm. as a bartender. That's a small role, but man, what a great movie, right? Never seen it. Never will. Oh, um, it's not very good. I, I know. It's <laughs> hailed as one of the worst movies ever made, isn't it? Yes. Very much. We talk about it a lot, and we always say negative things about it. (laughs) His most recent role is in 2019, something called Frankie Drake Mysteries. Ooh. That's not that long ago. I'd say he's a working actor. Yeah. He was also in Land of the Dead. I did see that as Roach. I haven't seen Land of the Dead probably since 2005 when it came out. Um, I watched part of it with you, and I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, it's one of those movies I'd like to watch again. Kind of the same with, like, the new, or the remake of Day of the Dead, or, God, not that one. The remake of uh, Dawn of the Dead. I'd like to watch that one again soon. Lastly, because I'm not going to mention the parents, is Gwendolyn, played by Krista Dufresne. And Krista has two credits. Tell me them. This, Vampire Breath, which is her first role. Okay. And four years later, she was in a TV movie called Virtual Mom, where she played Schoolgirl. Okay. I'm so. I'm kind of surprised that she didn't have more roles, because I didn't think she was bad in this episode. No, I feel like she played it as big as they wanted her to. Like, she's, she's not, like, a great, nuanced mm-hmm. character in this. She's, like, you know, over the top, but... I feel like that's what Ron Oliver wanted yeah. out of her, and he got it. Me too. So, yeah, it's a, it's a bit disappointing to see that she didn't uh, do more. I just want to read to you the description for Virtual Mom. Okay. Sometimes it takes something special to bring a mother and daughter together. For 13-year-old Lucy and her mom, Holly, it took a little magic. One day, a strange computer glitch causes Holly to transform into a teenager, leading to craziness, fun, and ultimately true friendship so basically it's freaky friday okay well that sounds amazing and according to the credits of that movie <laughs> debbie reynolds is in it <gasps> i love debbie reynolds shadia simmons is in it oh my I love god shadia simmons okay. this is an all-star cast yeah fucking what we gotta watch that movie 
no, nah, we're not going to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be part of our Revealing Completely Random Movies podcast. All right. Oh, my God. What Portland. Happened? Yeah? We're done with Vampire Breath. Okay. Uh, wash That's it away. It. Done. That's it. It's all done. We're moving on now, because next week, we have How to Kill a Monster. Well, that title Let's sounds exciting. Up. Let's look up that little cover. Okay. All right. Um, let's see here. I gotta make sure I get the right one, because sometimes they have different colorings, and I like to talk about the colors. Yeah, you want the real one. Okay, I got the cover pulled up, and, Mm -hmm. uh, very exciting cover. So, color-wise, it's, like, this pink with this, like, teal blue, which is weird, but it looks good, I guess. The cover itself is, like, a bedroom door that's opening up. It's got a key in the lock. And there's two giant green fuzzy claws that are coming out of this this bedroom door. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, tagline: Step one, run. Step two, run faster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, what do you think writes those? Do you think it's RL or do you think it's just some editor? I think it's some editor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's exciting though. I, I like the cover. Um. I think, okay, so this episode, I think, is going to be, like, a take on Monster Under Your Bed. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess they're going to kill it. They're going to, they're going to, these kids, the girl's like, there's a monster under my bed. And then nobody's going to believe her. And then they have a sleepover in a room and the monster comes out and they're like, she told you. And then they run and then they run faster. <laughs> and then they find a way to kill it somehow. Maybe with kindness. It'll probably be something dumb like that. The parts of that are right. (laughs) Yeah. Yay. I'm a genius. (laughs) This is a cover I don't remember seeing Mm -hmm. very often. No. I mean, my brother had all the Goosebumps books because they came to him in the mail. We had, like, that thing where you get, like, a new book every month. I don't Mm -hmm. really remember seeing this one, but maybe it was, like, an older one. I don't know. But it's – I mean, it seems like it's all action – and none of this walking through corridors nonsense that we got last episode, right? Yeah, it's an episode with an actual monster. Okay, I'll which take Which is that. always fun to see. I love prosthetic-y stuff, so I'm hoping that we get a really cool monster and it's not just like, you know, claws on the door and then they run away from it. Yeah, it's not that. Okay, sweet. I'm all in, Brandon. Alright, well, that's next week. Okay. That's it for this episode. I've been up all night. Same. This is the only vampire episode we get, too, isn't it? There's no other vampire episodes for Goosebumps. Eh, Am I wrong? Maybe. I could be. Maybe. I don't don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Maybe. And if you could only have one vampire episode, like, man, what a doozy. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I'll talk to you next week, Cortland. All righty. Sounds good. Bye, everybody. Bye. My baby girl!